This audio lecture is based entirely upon the case book Computer Aided Exercises in Civil Procedure by Roger C. Park and Douglas D. McFarland. The case book is published by Cali E. Langdell Press and licensed Creative Commons Attribution Non Commercial Share Alike 3.0 Unported. That means that the authors have allowed everyone to copy and redistribute the material in any medium or format, and remix, transform, and build upon the material as long as users give appropriate credit, don't use the material for commercial purposes, and redistribute the contributions under the same license. Much thanks is due to the authors for writing this book and providing it to everyone for free. In furtherance of this spirit and in compliance with the original license, I also license this audio lecture as Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial Share Alike 3.0 Unported. I hope you enjoy. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Civil Procedure Lectures. This is part three, and in this lecture, we'll be talking about motions to dismiss and waiver under Federal Rule 12. Now, moving to raising and waiving Rule 12 defenses. This lecture will discuss one type of response to a complaint. That is a preliminary motion to dismiss under Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 12. This lecture does not explore the requirement of or drafting an answer, which is the responsive pleading to the complaint. We do not discuss other possible preliminary motions such as a motion for more definite statement or a motion to strike. We discuss the assertion and possible waiver of the seven grounds found in Federal Rule 12b for dismissal of a complaint. Now moving to the Federal Rule 12b defenses. A defendant is required to serve an answer on the plaintiff within 20 days after being served with the summons and complaint. A defendant waiving service is allowed a response time of 60 days and 90 days if the defendant was addressed outside any federal judicial district. Instead of answering within the 20-day period, the defendant may choose to make a preliminary Rule 12b motion to dismiss. Should the defendant choose that course of defense and the motion prove unsuccessful, the defendant is allowed 10 days after service of the court's unfavorable decision on the motion to answer. The seven challenges that Federal Rule 12b specifically allows to be made by preliminary motion are the following. 1. Lack of subject matter jurisdiction. 2. Lack of personal jurisdiction. 3. Improper venue. 4. Insufficient process. 5. Insufficient service of process. 6. Failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted. And 7. Failure to join a party under Rule 19. A defendant wishing to raise any of these seven challenges has two options. 
Option one is to raise any and all of the defenses in the answer. Quote, every defense to a claim for relief in any pleading must be asserted in the responsive pleading if one is required. End quote. The answer is the responsive pleading required to the complaint. Option two is to raise any and all of these defenses in a preliminary motion, one made before the answer is pleaded. Quote, but a party may assert the following defenses by motion and listing the seven defenses. A motion asserting any of these defenses must be made before pleading if a responsive pleading is allowed. End quote. The party may join all motions under Rule 12 into a single motion. Those are the only two options. A defendant who brings a preliminary motion to dismiss that asserts fewer than all of the defenses and later attempts to assert an additional Rule 12b defense for the first time in the answer will in most instances waive it. Similarly, a defendant cannot make successive preliminary motions to dismiss. One is the quota allowed. The reason that the rules limit the defendant to one preliminary motion is because that is the efficient method to dispose of all the threshold jurisdictional motions. Without that limitation, the defendant could delay the proceeding for a long time by filing multiple motions. For example, the defendant could move to dismiss for insufficient service of process. Following denial of that motion, the defendant could move to dismiss for improper venue. The string could continue through multiple preliminary motions. All of the seven grounds for dismissal found in Federal Rule 12b are threshold issues that can and should be disposed of before the parties and the court proceed to the work of deciding the merits of the case. With the exception of dismissal for failure to state a claim upon which relief can be granted, all of the grounds for dismissal are separable from the merits. With the exceptions of dismissal for failure to join a Rule 19 party and failure to state a claim, all of the grounds for dismissal render the court powerless to act in the case because of a defect in jurisdiction, venue, or service of process. By requiring the defendant to assert these defenses early, either in a preliminary motion or no later than the answer, the rules prevent the defendant from springing such a ground for dismissal on plaintiff later should progress in the litigation not be favorable to the defendant. And waiving Rule 12b defenses. While Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 12g2 requires the defendant who makes a preliminary motion under Rule 12 to consolidate all of its Rule 12b defenses into that motion, the enforcement provision is found in Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 12h. Have a look at this rule. We will work from back to front in this rule. First, Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 12h3 provides that the defense of lack of subject matter jurisdiction cannot be waived. This follows from the fact that jurisdiction over the subject matter 
is granted by the Constitution and statutes, not by action of the parties. Second, Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 12H2 provides that the defenses of failure to state a claim and failure to join a person required by Rule 19 may be made later, that is, in a pleading, in a motion for judgment on the pleadings, or even at trial. In other words, these two Rule 12 defenses are not waived by failure to consolidate them into a preliminary motion. That leaves four Rule 12 defenses that by the express provision of Federal Rule of Civil Procedure 12H1 are waived if omitted from a preliminary motion to dismiss made under this rule. These four waivable defenses are lack of personal jurisdiction, improper venue, insufficient process, and insufficient service of process. These defenses must be consolidated into any preliminary motion brought under Rule 12. In the absence of a preliminary motion to dismiss, these defenses must be consolidated into the answer, or these defenses must be consolidated into an amendment to the answer that is allowed to be made as a matter of course. Failure of the defendant to assert one or more of these defenses in one of the preceding manners results in waiver of the defenses. And that brings us to the end of this short lecture. Thanks, everybody, and take care.